0: Welcome to our mindfulness podcast. Each week or so, we will have a different podcast, different speakers, different chants, different Dharma talks. But mindfulness practice in Buddhism helps us focus and helps us be aware. And this program will consist of many different ways of meditating. We usually begin with bowing or gashou, then we prepare to sit, and we will sit for approximately 10 minutes. And then we will either stand and walk for another five minutes to kind of get blood into our legs again and, and uh, relax our muscles. And then we'll sit for another 10 approximately. And then we will chant, which is another form of meditation. Uh, we focus on the characters and we pronounce the sounds as a group. And it's a kind of a ritual of oneness. And then after that, we'll have a short Dharma talk of about five to 10 minutes. And then we'll close with ga And this also includes offering incense. We offer incense, but you could also light the incense before the service starts. And this is kind of the program uh, of how our meditation services proceed. And so we will be getting underway today uh, with our program. Thank you very much.
1: We will now have seated meditation. Take a moment to see that your back is straight and centered, with your shoulders relaxed. If you're in a chair, It's best to sit forward slightly rather than leaning on the chair back and keep your feet flat on the floor. Try keeping your eyes half open, resting the gaze gently downward without focusing on anything in particular. In the same way, be open to whatever sounds are coming into your ears, whether from inside the room or outdoors. We are not trying to isolate ourselves from the world around us, but rather feel that we're part of that world. If you like, you may count your breaths from 1 to 10. Inhale deeply. Let it all out. Try slowing down your rate of breathing relative to what it would be at other times. We are not trying to think about anything in particular or visualize anything. We simply watch our thoughts come and go. Please put your hands together in gashou. Bow. Namo amidabutsu. Namo amidabutsu. Namo amidabutsu. Namandabutsu, namandabutsu. Namandabutsu. Namandabutsu.
2: You may stretch your legs and then please stand. We will now have our standing meditation session. Your upper body is in the same position as for sitting meditation. Straight head and spine, shoulders back, eyes half open, hands comfortably positioned in front. Legs should be shoulder width apart with knees slightly bent. Again, rock forward and backward and side to side to find your center. Standing meditation reminds us to take our meditation practice out into the world. Waiting in line at the store, being stuck in traffic, going through TSA security at the airport. Over time, meditation becomes a practice for the body and mind that can be recalled when needed most in situations that may be merely annoying, perhaps frustrating, or even stressful. We will begin at the sound of the bell. Please put your hands together in gassho and bow. Namo Amidabhutsu, Namo butsu. Namo Amidabhutsu, Namo Amidabhutsu,
0: Namo All right, this completes our standing meditation. Uh, please return to your seats and we'll prepare for our second seated meditation. Again, uh, posture is the same. Uh, try to have a nice straight back, shoulders relaxed. Um, eyes half open, half closed, Uh, breathing down into your stomach using your diaphragm. Um, Place your hands uh, in front of your lower abdomen and we will begin our second seated meditation at the sound of the bell. Please join me in Gassho. Nam dots Nam dots Nam dots Nam dots Nam dots
1: We will now have sutra chanting. A sutra is a sacred scripture from Buddhism. These originated long ago in India and in China. The text that we chant is actually Chinese, a translation from Sanskrit originals. Is it necessary to understand the meaning of what we're chanting? Of course, not at the outset. We don't know anything about it when we first begin. But I believe that we should aim to understand what the sutra is teaching us. We should have a basic awareness of its content. These are the teachings of our Shin Buddhist tradition, after all. For that reason, we provide in the Shin Buddhist service book some pages of explanation and some English translations. What we experience by chanting, I would say, has three aspects. The first aspect is meditative like sitting or standing or breathing, chanting forces us to focus our attention on the present moment and it helps to calm our minds. Second, there is a ritual aspect. We are reenacting something that's taken place countless times over the centuries. We are connecting with the many followers of our Buddhist tradition who have chanted these same words, and we are gaining a sense of oneness with the other people. Who are chanting at this time, perhaps listening to this podcast. Third, there is a learning aspect. This is to gain a little bit of knowledge of what the meaning of the characters that we chant are. And we do that separately, I would say, from actual chanting.
2: We will now chant Ju sege
3: ga he Kanishi
2: Put your hands together in gasho and bow. Namo Amidabhutsu, Namo Amidabhutsu, Namo Namo
0: The next Buddha will be a Sangha. Buddhism consists of three precious jewels. There is the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. The Buddha refers to Prince Siddhartha, who, at 35, realized awakening under the Bodhi tree after six years of constant practice. Then there is the Dharma, the teachings of the Buddha, and lastly, the Sangha, the community of Buddhists who practice together. It is often said that these three jewels are like the three legs of a table. All three are needed to support the Buddhist tradition. Without the three, there isn't balance. You or the table will fall. If this is so, then why are they always listed in this order, Buddha, Dharma, Sangha? It would seem that this order is significant in some way, but how? First, you might notice that they are listed in alphabetical order, but I think this is the trivial case. I always thought that there should be more to it than that. Next, and the most common interpretation, is to think of these as listed in order of importance, meaning the Buddha is the most significant jewel, then second most, the Dharma, and coming in third, the Sangha. Most common, people new to Buddhism think of the Buddha the same way they think about Jesus, as the founder of a religious tradition. The Christian tradition stands and falls on the existence of its historical founder in a way that Buddhism does not. In fact, a Zen master was once asked if Buddhism could survive if it was to be shown that the historical Buddha never actually existed. He smiled and said that we would be fine because we have the teachings, we would still have the Dharma. So if it's not alphabetical, and it's not in order of significance, then what does this order represent? It turns out that they are simply listed in chronological order. That is, first the Buddha realized awakening, then the Buddha gave his first Dharma talk at Deer Park to his original five followers. The Buddha taught the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path. Each of these five students then realized awakening on the spot as they listened to the Buddha's teachings. These five monks became the first members of the Buddhist Sangha. It was a Sangha of five. It is interesting to note that different schools focus on different jewels. For example, the Theravadin tradition tends to focus on the Buddha. Their practices follow in the Buddha's footsteps. We have our Zen master above focusing on the Dharma itself. Our tradition also places great importance on listening to the Dharma, so if I was pushed to pick my favorite jewel, I would have selected the Dharma. But my perspective has changed greatly during the COVID pandemic lockdown. This was a time when we suddenly could no longer meet as a Sangha. There was nowhere we could practice together. The immersive communal experience in the Hondo was no longer available to us. It was then that I found out how vulnerable Buddhism is when we can no longer meet together. This is something that cannot be replaced. It is the essence of our practice, practicing the Dharma as a Sangha. I would like to share another metaphor with you. Rather than the three legs of a table, think of a dance studio. What is most important? I think many would say that it is the dance instructor that is most important. Surely you would want to learn how to dance from the very best teacher. But then, what about the music? Wouldn't you want to be able to select from the best playlist? Wouldn't you want to learn all kinds of dance, like jazz, hip hop, classical, and modern? Wouldn't you want to feel the beat surging through the dance floor? Okay, then perhaps it's the music that is most significant. Without the music, then what use would the teacher be? But we are still forgetting one very important additional factor, that is, the other dancers, your friends, your colleagues, your partners. It is very unlikely that you will dance alone. You always need a partner. A chorus line must always dance together as one. It is the other dancers that make you a dancer. Dance is a team sport. Without that, there is no dance. So more important than the teacher and the music are the other students who train with you. It is the community of dance that is most important Dance is a team sport, and it is your teammates that lift you up and inspire you. It is the dancers all around you that are most important. I now believe that the greatest strength of the Orange County Buddhist Church is our Sangha. It really is our most valuable jewel. Now that we are entering a new year, and when safe, I trust that we can all make returning to OCBC in person a priority in our lives, just as it was before the pandemic. Thich Nhat Hanh once predicted that, quote, the next Buddha will be a Sangha, unquote. I think he is correct. This is why my new, most favorite jewel is now the Sangha. I will now treasure it forever. It is in the Sangha that the music and the Dharma can be heard. Thank you very much. Namo Ami Davuts. Namo Ami
2: Today's program was presented and produced by the Buddhist Education Center of Orange County Buddhist Church.
1: This program is copyright 2021 by the Orange County Buddhist Church and I'm California, USA. All rights reserved.